now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir? I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that is me, along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew for Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. Uh, happy holidays to you. You got the pilot on your list. Hopefully you got them covered. Just give the gift of aviation, continuing education, a discover flight. If they're not already a pilot, uh, it's the perfect gift. Uh, right size, right color. It always fits, and it'll give them a lifetime of adventure. Okay, so uh, to kick off the show today, we had a very special guest because he he made a big announcement, I don't know, about a week and a half ago, and uh, uh, Dennis, this is big news about lights, sun, and fun, isn't it? It's, I mean, it's great news. I, I wish all the best. Oh, wait, to him, hold on, but... hold on. It's great news. <laughs> well, I, I, I wouldn't put it that I, way. He announced well, his retirement. <laughs> yes, but that is great news for him. He's had a heck of a career and he deserves it. Okay. Although we are definitely at a loss here. I mean, right. There Sun and go. Fun will definitely right. be changed without lights around. I apologize for him, lights, and welcome to Just Plain Radio. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing absolutely fabulous. And yes, it is a good thing that I'm retiring for crying out loud, man. I've been working since I was 16 years old. And so do the math. I've got 55 years plus with wow. uh, a steady job. Never been without one. Worked my way through school. Went right into the Navy, worked my from that way, retired at 27, went to work for Northrop, retired uh, from them 11 years later, and I've been with Sun and Fun with a plan to, to be here for 10 years. I got a little longer because COVID hit, mm-hmm. and I told the board I would stick around and make sure that the uh, financial status we were on was back to normal, which it is now, and we'll be even better after Sun and Fun 22, but it's time to go. Exit stage right. Uh, well, I got <laughs> you might as well go go out while you're on top, and you've earned it. There's no question about it. And the fact that you've kind of hung through there at the end here, because yeah, it's it's been a last the last couple of years. Not not so much the last Sun and Fun, but the one the year before that was, uh, boy, that was tough. That was a tough yeah. uh, year for everybody. Yeah. And we, uh, well, we burned through all of our reserves. Had mm-hmm. to sell off most everything. But I'm here to tell you that our creative efforts and, and uh, teamwork came together and culminated in a very successful 2020 survival mm-hmm. because we never went on the line of credit. We never borrowed a dime. And to this day, we have been debt-free since the second year I was here for the, for, you know, the, the entire history of the organization. And we're going to stay that way because now we have a mission and a purpose and value added. And I'll be very, I, I'm very, very thrilled to be taking a page out of Peyton Manning's playbook, leave at the top of your game, right? Right, and, right. And uh, doing that, it's, it's really come to the fact that we were able to put a whole new culture into Sun and Fun. We created ACE out of nothing. It's now recognized nationally as the lead in all youth education programs. And now that we've finished Skylab and, uh, you know, we have our uh, 22,000 square foot addition, new executive suites, this incredible learning ecosystem for aviation. It's just, it couldn't get any better. I hope it does. I hope they continue to grow it. Yeah. But my, you know, my missionary work here is complete. And so it's now it's time to, to take a break 
and uh, it's Miller time. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, like I said, it, it's well earned, and uh, you know, and you know, you only can uh, thank uh, Lights for what he's done. I mean, we've watched him here on Just Plain Radio the last few years. He's helped us tremendously uh, navigate. You know, sun and fun as far as doing broadcast from the event and stuff. And, and you got one more. You're going to do the one coming up in 2022, and then you're going to hang up the wings uh, as that's far as exactly right. sun and fun. Yeah, that's, right. that's the plan. And, and the reason I wanted to do that, well, that would be the, the tenth fly-in that I've actually been in charge of. So I started the first one in 12. I got here in 11, but 12 was when it started. And then uh, this one coming up in April will be the tenth one. And it just seemed fitting to roll out of there with that. And actually, if, if, if this one, I will get my master pilot award. Nice. Uh, and we'll have a big celebration on Friday oh, yeah. evening as a, as, a, as a going away thank you. And then on Sunday, when the Thunderbirds take the field, I'm having the baton off to somebody, I hope. Uh, <laughs> we're in the hunt for them right now. We've got a nationwide headhunter organization looking to find the, the next me. And I hope they find one bigger, better, faster, funnier than I was. Well, I don't know about keep, that. Keep, keep, Gee, well, they haven't oh. called me yet. <laughs> well, I, I, have you been I, checking your voice messages? Yeah, no, trust me. Well, yeah, but I keep getting all those uh, extended warranty calls. Right. He keeps thinking, <laughs> it, it's lights, it's lights. He's calling uh, to look for, He's looking for me to save the day. Bring the mm, cavalry. Come on in. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I, I think they got far better candidates than uh, Dennis or I. <laughs> uh, they better or they're in big oh, trouble but no. i know uh you're gonna help them uh you know find that candidate and they'll, they'll it, it, it's gonna be huge shoes to fill no doubt but i have well, no doubt you'll help them uh you know navigate through that and and continue your legacy right you know the, 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 that's the thing that you no one should lose sight of is the amount of effort that both myself and my wife who is going to stay on as a volunteer, and I will stay on as a volunteer in a mm-hmm. non-paid position. I'll be doing uh, ambassador work and going out and telling our story and, and developing uh, donors and uh, philanthropic support, and my wife will continue with the 927, but at the end of the day, that everybody's replaceable, and I am too, so we'll find that person, and, and hopefully in a timely fashion, and, and I'll have a month or so to walk that individual, he or she, through it, and get them up to speed and, and walk through the final fly-in as a teammate with them and then let them be without without losing stride keep the momentum up for sun and fun and ace so it doesn't falter and end up you know going backwards we've got so much momentum this is it's imperative that we get the right person in there that can work with the board work with the volunteers work in the industry have respectability so that you know when this when whoever takes a place calls you actually answer the phone instead of going oh no it's not that clown from down there Uh, (laughs) that's right that's what we're used to but uh, yeah, but yeah. you know lights uh, you, you'll be so you'll be acting as a volunteer and uh, slash consultant to the yes, new sir. person after uh, 2022. So yeah, it's not like you're going away and uh, yeah. traveling the world and be out of touch. You're going to still hang in there and help everybody. So I, I know. Yeah, the, I know you know, you the thing is, is <laughs> after the these last 56 years, 55, 56 years. I just, I just don't really want to get up every morning at six <laughs> o'clock and be in the office by seven. And then, and my phone never stops ringing throughout the evening. And I'd answer all those calls just because it's the right thing to do. And now when I, on the, on the, on the 11th of April, I don't have to answer the phone. I don't have to get up. That's I right. don't play with all my cars and airplanes and, and toys, you know, all the things that you want to do in retirement. My wife and I want to travel. Mm-hmm. We got grandkids. We got, 
We got, as they say in the business, we got place to go, people meeting, things to do, and it won't be you after the after tenth of April. Well, there you go. I, I mean, you know, and I have a feeling this is going to be a huge, huge show. I mean, last year, well, I mean, this year, I should say, this last April, right. Sun and right. Fun was a huge success, one of the first big outdoor events. Uh, for the aviation community, and you guys, uh, you know, hit it out of the park. I mean, people were really impressed how well the show went. So I can only imagine the demand, and hopefully the, you know, COVID will have subsided even more by April 2022. It's just going to be a massive show and a great way to send off, uh, send send lights off, so to speak, well, at the top of his game. We're hoping for that. That's exactly what we're hoping for. Uh, you know, right now we're in the midst of our uh, holiday flying festival and car show. Mm-hmm. It's going swimmingly well. Uh, we did this last year, and we were the first. We did it last year in, in 2020. We were the first big outdoor event to occur in America after COVID. And everybody was watching us to see how it was going to roll out. They, mm-hmm. you know, so the naysayers where it's going to be a super spreader. And as it turned out, everybody acted responsibly. No one got sick. And everybody went away happier than they got here, which yeah. was a great thing. It was. And so, it was awesome. Uh, that's, that's, that's why the one that we just finished in April uh, was so well received because people knew that we knew what we we're doing. We're mm-hmm. going to take care of their their health issues. Yeah. And we were ready for it. And the, and the, the, mo- the masses came out. We'd, our sales were record sales for our in our entire 47 years of doing this so right it was it was just phenomenal and we're so thrilled to be able to do it again here in 22 and looking forward our friends the thunderbirds are going to be flying for us and uh george one of my friends george klein air boss is putting together a really great collection of uh, shows to put in there and we're almost uh, sold out of our exhibit spaces get that how about, how about that? Huh? all right really that yeah. far out and the dates in april are what tuesday the 5th of april through sunday evening the 10th of april there Five you go 10 april. all right you your last big it. sun and fun for lights who is the big kahuna big cheese uh you know <laughs> you name it he's done it and uh god bless him for it all right we got more coming up on just plain radio stay close Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. 
Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plane Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to JustPlaneRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. Off with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Boy, these gusty winds appear to be playing havoc with that giant nutcracker float. At this point, I can't even see the nuts. They must have blown away. Oh, 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 and the bottle of a rum. Santa's run off to the Caribbean. He weakened the tropics and he'll be all right. Sporting a tan as he rides out of sight. Merry Christmas to all and to all. Good night. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me along with Captain Dennis navigating the latest aviation news and information during the holidays here. Hopefully you're making the best of it and taking care of the pilot on your list. We're going to, you know talk about some more gifts uh, a little bit later on and i don't know maybe uh the news that we're going to talk about right now might give you an idea just buy the pilot on your list a plane how simple could that be if money is no issue but well, uh, it is no issue when you have keith's credit card well, that's true or you have someone who's filthy rich who uh is you know obligated to get you a gift during the holidays maybe you're one of those lucky few i'm still looking for mine because keith has blocked me <laughs> Like, hey, at least legally, I'm not allowed to sign uh, stuff with his credit card anymore. So uh, that happened a while ago. But anyway, I digress. Let's talk about these uh, aircraft. That uh, well, they, I guess it's been about out about a week now. What's the deal with this? What is it? A TDI? Yeah, well, it is. It's a TDI, but it's a Technum aircraft. They they make a quite a line of everything from light sport trainers to uh, small commuter airliners, uh, but. They have a four-seat kind of a, I don't want to call it a clone of a Cessna Skyhawk, but it definitely shares a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of commonality with a Cessna. It's a high-wing, four-place airplane, right? but they've modernized it. It's a metal wing, but an all-composite fuselage, uh, and they put a third door on it, so it's easy to get into the back seat. So, kind of nice, right? You know, it's a little modern take on the old classic, but they just got it certified now with a diesel engine. Uh Uh-huh. we're talking, you know, a fairly significant uh, change in uh, in performance because now the airplane goes from a 600 mile range at 130 knots to almost a thousand mile range, wow. just by changing out the engine. The fuel consumption is so much lower with the diesel. You can go higher. It's a small turbocharged four cylinder engine. It's really kind of a, I, I want to say a game changer, but it really is. If we can get more of these diesel power plants into the GA fleet, I think uh, this might help solve some of the unleaded avgas problem too. Well, there you go. I mean, uh, what? Let's see. It was Red Wing that had those modified Cessnas that they did with diesel a few years ago, but they they kind of closed up shop or quit uh, pursuing that. I guess right. There's a couple companies that have done it. Redbird was one that Redbird, had uh, yeah. grafted the Continental, and basically they took a standard Cessna Skyhawk and you know, grafted the, the diesel engine to the front. 
heck, even uh, even Cessna was looking at delivering one straight from the factory. Right, with I remember a this. Jet A engine, yeah. but the demand just wasn't there. But you know, for outside of the U.S., Hunter Lowlet's very hard to get a hold of, mm-hmm. and so the diesel is a much more viable option. So that makes sense that Technum, an Italian company, going after the European market first. Uh, they got the airframe certified over there, and now they just got their FAA certification as well. So we'll we'll see what what becomes of it. But think about it from a flight school. If you can cut your fuel burn in half, and you know if you've got a, a flight school burn at even what thousand uh, hours a month, you know, on a good sized flight school and fleet, yeah. if you can cut your fuel consumption in half. That's a significant amount of money back into your pocket. Absolutely. In operating expenses. Well, you know, we uh, we did a test flight of that Red Wing. That was me and Keith. Did you do that too? I forget. I think no, was, I didn't get to go on that one. That's right. That was Keith and I, and we flew on that Red Wing uh, diesel powered uh, you know, plane that they'd put together, and they were demoing it. I think it actually was at Sun and Fun, and we got to go over to the local airport there and, and take a flight. I was very impressed because this thing was very automatic, had the FADEC, the whole thing. So I was like, hey, I can learn to fly in this much easier than the regular Cessna. Let's get one of these because he was looking at it for the flight school there, Mm -hmm. flight training professionals. But, of course, you know, once again, they redirected their resources and it never really caught on. Uh, And I thought that was going to be a thing. So who knows? Maybe uh, these guys, like you said, if they they get it popular over there uh, across the pond, they can uh, export it over here and maybe it'll take hold. I mean. If they were to do that, is diesel readily available at, at all the uh, FBOs, or it's not? Absolutely, it? absolutely. It is called okay. Jet A. Oh, it's oh, of course, right? So, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, very, very accessible. Uh, the distribution network is vast for being able to get Jet A almost anywhere in the world, but mm-hmm. uh, our our hundred low lead is definitely a lot harder to obtain. And, and the the thing they were talking about before when they were pitching those planes is like this would get us over the hump until electric really can kick in or the hybrids catch up uh, technology wise to make them efficient enough to really operate day to day. But you kind of need something in the middle to kind of you know cover that uh, technology uh, you know or the lack of technology catching catching up with what we need right now. Does that sound right to you? Yeah, it's it's definitely a stepping stone towards some future technology, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but getting, you know, getting away from the old uh, Lyconosaurs, as they call them, and, you know, into a turbocharged FADEC diesel engine that's more efficient with a, you know, higher density fuel like Jet A instead of, you know, Avgas certainly would make a big difference. I mean, we're seeing Diamond is is looking to certify their new DA50, which is, you know, basically a six passenger version of a Mooney. Um, you know, that's what they're using is uh, to be able to get that performance and fuel economy and power and, you know, the turbocharge. They're putting a diesel up front, hmm. you know, instead of going with the expense of a turboprop and, you know, putting a million dollar price tag on it. You know, diesel can bring that price point down quite a bit and give you a lot of the same performance. Right. Well, there you go. Uh, it could happen. And, and you know, until we all have our electric planes or that new Jetson quadcopter thingy. Yeah, I saw the video of that last week. Have you seen this? Again, we were I've talking about this a couple of weeks ago. I watched a new video clip, and it looks like, what, what are the things from Star Wars where they're flying through the- Oh, the pod racers? Yeah, the pod racers, right. They, it, it looks very similar to that, doesn't it, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I, I think they probably are taking a lot of their inspiration and design from uh, from sci-fi, but right. you know, maybe it works. Well, this video was in the woods, like through a, a path through the woods, and I'm like, hey, they're doing the Star Wars scene. I love it. 
But you know, uh, we're we're probably still yeah, I would figure five, ten years before those things uh can really catch on or be viable. If that. I mean, right now it's a you know, a concept uh vehicle or demo vehicle. But they're flying them and they're putting they are, out the videos. The, the challenge is the is the range. I mean, right. yes, they can fly it, but when you're looking at a fifteen to thirty minute flight time, the practicality's probably not quite there yet. Yeah. Other than filming uh cool scenes for a uh, future Star Wars film. <laughs> Yeah. But if you want to go somewhere, this P 2010 makes a lot of sense. I mean, with a thousand mile range and up to a 12 hour flight time, I think the, uh, the, the limiting factor is not going to be the fuel bladders, but the pilot's bladders. Well, exactly. Yeah. What, what's the, uh, does it say what the carry capacity of that thing is? It should be pretty it's, good. Shouldn't it? It's yeah. It's a four place airplane. Right. Um, I, you know, I didn't see the specs on what it is, you know, with full fuel, if it's, you know, full fuel and two pilots, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, typically you can, with an airplane that's got a 12 hour range, you could definitely trade some fuel capacity for payload and still, and still have a very good cross country airplane. I think so. We may have to take a closer look at this thing or better yet. If they're listening, uh, remember we would like one for Christmas. Just send it and, uh, have it, you know, under the tree on uh, the 25th. All right. More coming up. Big bow on top too. Big bow, please. More coming up. Stay close. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. No child wants to play with a Charlie in the box, so I had to come here. Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. Now, I don't know if there'll be snow, but have a cup of cheer. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me along with Captain Dennis. We're your crew navigating the latest aviation news and information and giving you a few ideas for the pilot on your list. If uh, you have such a situation, you might pick up an idea or two listening uh, today. All right. Uh, one of them, of course, well, uh, we already mentioned one aircraft. we got another aircraft to talk about from Beechcraft. And uh, I guess you'll need a little bit bigger bank account to uh, purchase this one or better credit rating than the uh, the TDI that we mentioned. Uh, but I don't know. How much do you think this one's going for? Uh, I believe this is in the uh, the five plus million dollar okay. range. So, All right, just a tad you know, more, maybe. Gonna have to save a little bit more on the uh, 
flight instruction uh, revenues in order to cover that one. Well, what makes this uh, Beechcraft unique, Dennis? Well, it's a literal clean sheet design. Even the engine is brand new and was designed basically around this new airplane. So it started off life as a Cessna product, but then uh, Textron decided to flip it into the Beechcraft fold. So it's now being called the Beechcraft Denali. Hmm. And it's uh, being fitted with the brand new General Electric Catalyst engine instead of the typical uh, PT6 that you'd see out of Pratt Whitney. Okay, and one of the the big uh, selling points on this new Catalyst engine is you know it's thirteen hundred horsepower out of the gate, full you know full FADEC electronic monitoring. It doesn't require a hot section inspection. There's no midlife, so that this could bring down operating costs dramatically over the life of the engine by not having to have those big expensive inspections and things like that. So keeps it flying more, keeps your costs down. But uh, yeah, brand new airplane, brand new engine, first flight, uh, uneventful. They were flying it for almost three hours on its first flight up to almost 16,000 feet and 180 knots. And you well, know, there that's, you go. that's pretty good for a shakedown cruise. And, I, uh, no, no doubt about it. Now, the Denali name that they're using, I mean, you know, I associate Denali with GMC Sierra and their top-of-the-line uh, uh, you know, trim. Are they are they going to make this a very blinged out type of aircraft? You think too? I mean, right At now that, it looks like a test. You know, it's all like uh, army green or something, right? Because well, that's all primer coated right. because it's literally the test article out of the factory. And so, yes, when it's all said and done, this will be a very high end airplane. This is going to be the single engine sibling to the existing King airline. Okay, so they're going to chrome it out like a Denali uh, Sierra. What Sierra? Uh, Sienna, Sienna, there, a GMC Sienna truck. It has chrome, it has all the bells and whistles, all the latest technology, but it's oh, definitely. I'm sure it's going to be a, even more decked out. You're going to have the wet bar in the, in the bathroom and like you know, all of the, all the amenities, the big screen, the monitors mm-hmm. for the passengers. So yeah, it's, it's going to be a luxury ride, but it'll be a single engine, single pilot airplane. Yeah. Uh, but it'll be, have the capability of, of how many seats in there? What are they saying? Uh, I believe they're going to have like six six individually reclining um, seats plus the two up front. And okay. then you've got club configuration, uh, refreshment units. So they could also make it into a commuter type airline for smaller airports where they could set it up with nine forward facing seats. Okay. And uh, this thing will, um, this is going to cook, isn't it? It's going to be a, a racer a bit, isn't it? Yeah, they're expecting 285 knots uh, for maximum cruise speed That's pretty good. Uh, and a 1,600 nautical mile range. So, I mean, if you were using this for personal business transportation, I mean, we're talking, you know, Miami to Minnesota is very much in, in range. So, you know, basically anywhere up and down the East Coast uh, from New York to Maine down to Florida is all within the uh, nonstop range of this airplane. Right. And a uh, fuel burn on something like this, what do you think it might be? It might, um, it might be pretty efficient, huh? It, for relatively yeah, for a compared turbo to yeah compared to like a jet and stuff right yes yes it will definitely be more efficient than a jet being yeah. its single engine mm-hmm. uh, but you know it's still going to be i would bet in somewhere in the 50 gallons an hour of jet fuel to to maintain that but but hey with full fuel you can still carry 1100 pounds and you know with the seating of you know six people you can it can be pretty efficient per seat mile too if you think right. about it that way well and that's what i'm i'm comparing it to say like a grand caravan that would go much much slower uh but uh you know it, it, it you know isn't it kind of comparing like a on a much smaller scale like a mooney to a cessna cuz your mooney goes much faster 
and you know the fuel burn because of that you know is uh is better because you're covering more miles it'd be a similar it's, kind of thing wouldn't it's it? an exact comparison because yeah. a cessna 172 has got almost the same engine that the mooney does it's an io 360 right and it's doing at on a good day 120 knots uh the my mooney with the same exact engine is doing 155 plus knots and so the same fuel burns, but I'm covering a lot more distance with the same number of people. Right. And I think the fuel burn in like a Grand Caravan is about the same. Now, it can carry uh, probably a little bit more than that aircraft, maybe, but it would be 100 knots faster, I think, if I remember well, correctly. Yeah, the, the Grand Caravan's not much fat. I mean, it's, I think, 180 knots, yeah, uh, I but it's burning right. 50 gallons an hour right. with that the turbine up front. Mm-hmm. You know, and unfortunately, turbines are not efficient uh, down low, and guess where the Grand Caravan flies? Yeah, exactly. But So this, this Denali is going to be up high in the flight levels, you know, doing 285 knots and probably burning the same 50 gallons an hour, and it's going to be moving. So, yeah, I, I think this is going to be a, a big competition for... Uh, you know, like, uh, what is it, uh, uh, the TBM, you know, TBM line or Piaggio, uh, mm-hmm. some of these other single-engine turboprops that are out there. So Right, right. But the Grand Caravan, once again, the, you're talking about a big hauler. So you've yeah. got different uses for these uh, aircraft, uh, shorter runway takeoffs and landings and things like that. So you kind of have to decide what is the use of your aircraft would, would, would uh, determine you know, which one you get because and actually if that one's about five mil it's you could probably buy two maybe even three caravans for that two at least right it, it all depends on your mission you know and i know your mission is put floats on it so i can dive out of the back of it. exactly hello all right but uh, you know at the deland light sport expo uh, a couple of weeks ago there was kind of the opposite end of that spectrum greg we had all of the smaller airplanes out there a mm-hmm. lot of the light sport stuff yeah. Icon was there with what I think might be your your baby steps into your Grand Caravan. Uh, the Icon eight, A5 is still there. I had a chance to talk to their reps uh, before the show, uh, since unfortunately I didn't make it over there. But we were discussing your your desire to be able to take an amphib and go uh, scuba diving out of it. And, right. You know, and they said, hey, we'll give you one. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> I just need to lose weight if we want to go together. Oh, really? Uh, I need yeah. to be half the man that I am now, if you know what I'm hmm. saying. Well, that's not uh, good. Yeah, the, well, the the carry capacity of those are is not great or what well what is well it? remember it's a light sport airplane. So uh-huh. they're they're capped by the light sport regulations. And so basically the, the payload is not a lot. Um so to try to put two scuba tanks, weights and all that kind of stuff in there might not be practical. But hmm. uh you know, if we want to just go free diving for lobster in the Bahamas, which is what you can do in the Bahamas, right? It's the perfect airplane for that because we well, just need to bring a pair of fins and a mask. I actually got a new hookah system that's in development uh, for the dive industry. That's like a little mini, you know, uh, compressor that floats on the mm-hmm. surface, and you can go down to like forty feet on these things, and it's like maybe ten pounds. We that can make might that work, work for us. Yeah. We could make that work exactly. So there's there's workarounds, but the carry capacity or the payload on one of these Icon fives is what four hundred uh, five hundred pounds, surely. Uh, isn't it? With, oh, with passengers and full fuel and everything, yeah. Passengers fuel payload is probably in the six six hundred and some pound useful load. Well, we so, can make that happen. We can make that yeah. work. You don't have to lose that much weight. What are you talking about? Mm. Maybe <laughs> maybe a little bit. Are, more are you than taking I, the holidays into account and just figuring? Oh, I'm going to pack on at least. 10, 20 pounds here through Christmas. 
No, I think I just need to stop eating for throughout the holidays, and we'll, we'll be fine. Okay. Well, we'll. Uh, I don't know. We'll 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 take stock here on the first of the year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See where we uh, end on the uh, weight scale. Because yeah, I might pick up a few too. So uh, you know, it's not all Dennis's issues, but you know, uh, it, it could be a plan for next year for sure. All right, we got more coming up on Just Plane Radio about the Light Sport Aircraft Show, uh, which, by the way, was hugely successful. That. And more gift ideas for the pilot on your list coming up. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Hey, kids. I heard on the news that an airline pilot spotted Santa's sled on its way in from New York. (laughs) You serious, Clark? Oh, you better watch out. You better not cry. Better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot, that is me, along with Captain Dennis, navigating the latest aviation news and information. Okay, so the light sport aircraft in uh, Sebring was what, three no, weeks ago? That was actually in DeLand. Oh, in DeLand. It was the DeLand one. It was up by you. Oh, yeah. and I still missed it. It wouldn't have mattered if it was DeLand or Sebring, <laughs> but I bet I was actually in Vegas. Uh, that week, uh, doing a dive show thing, but uh, but I did get reports that it was wildly successful. Is that true, Dennis? Is that what you heard too? That is exactly what I heard, and that's what the uh, all of the uh, press uh, releases and and articles and coverage that they've had of it was that it was a fantastic success. Good. I felt bad because I had fully intended to go, and unfortunately, we had you know some pretty low clouds and crappy weather down here. Uh, which prevented me from going, you know, with the brand new engine on the airplane, I didn't really want to go push solid, you know, heavy IFR on a cross country flight. Right. Figured let's be a little bit uh, more uh, cautious uh, here for the first few hours while we're getting everything sorted out. Exactly. But, uh, but we did get those reports and and that is always good. Uh, You're talking about the icon five was there. Yeah, the and, Icon uh, A5, and I had a chance to talk to their sales reps prior to the show because I was getting it getting set up to possibly do a test flight while we were there, and that's yeah. how we were talking more about you know weight and payload requirements and things like that. So mm-hmm. um, hopefully, you know, we can set up something in the future because they're they are based out of Tampa, so it wouldn't be that hard for me to uh, go fly up to Peter O'Knight Airport and. Uh, meet up with them at their facility yeah. there at their training base well we got to ask them about that you know that icon that uh well we were talking about the water landings last week on the show and exactly and it was one of their airplanes that rescued the mooney pilots exactly so, you know so i figure i can manipulate that connection hey i'm a mooney pilot can you rescue me <laughs> i'm not <laughs> in the water me. but <laughs> yeah maybe Ooh, look <laughs> yeah i'm, I'm drowning i'm drowning here come yes. give me a flight yeah i don't know i don't I'll, think i'll work whatever i can but to those uh that level but who knows well we'll work it out for sure but yeah a lot of cool uh technology uh was on display and people were just eating it up there at the uh at the light sport expo which is good and um i don't know i as far as cool little things that i've seen uh just perusing the web 
uh, another video I saw this week. I don't, I don't know if they would have had these at the uh, at that event, but it, it would have fit. It was one of these like wing suits, you know? Because all those little shows like that, they do all the unique stuff. Like uh, I don't know, well they do the drone racing and all that kind of stuff, uh, and and it's pretty unique when you go to these light sport expo type events. It it really is kind of cutting edge type of stuff that you know more hobbyist aircraft enthusiasts are are taking advantage of, right? Yeah, in some cases, a, a lot of the airplanes on display uh, fit into the Part One Hundred Three rules. You know, the ultralight category. Yeah. Uh, so you know, the ones that don't actually even require a pilot's license or a medical, and exactly. that's where some some of the really interesting innovations in. Uh, in fact, I think there's actually uh, the what is it? Uh, there's a 103 manufacturer actually based out of Deland that actually builds uh, ultralights right there, so you can buy the kit, and build it yourself. Yeah. Uh, there was an airplane called the Merlin on display, and I had I had looked at this one a couple of years ago at the last expo, uh, and I thought that's a really neat little airplane, little single seat, almost like a motorcycle with doors. Right. Uh, a lot of them they, look like uh, like RC planes. They think, wait, this is only not for slightly a person. larger. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and so they're you know they have that kind of experimental vibe or adventurous uh, look to them, uh, but they're pretty cool. But like I said, a wingsuit. I saw this video, and I think it would fit well within that community, uh, even though this guy was over in Austria. But yeah, it, except you got to jump out of a perfectly good airplane, you know, well, I, or off a cliff yeah. or something like that. Something but, crazy. But, but check it out. This guy, uh, he did the first wingsuit with a uh, battery powered motor connected to him. So he was literally not just uh, wingsuiting and gliding like a flying squirrel. He was doing that, and then he tripped the electric motor and actually gained altitude and was really flying like uh, like Superman. I was like, wow. that And that was it's some kind of new technology or first time it had ever been done in a wingsuit. Yeah, they've been doing that for years with the little RC jet engines, uh, what the – Jet uh, Red Bull and a uh, few others have made a big show of that with those, you know, four little jet engines. Yeah, the, the Rocketeer suit. and all that. Yeah, but, yeah, but this is electric and it's a, literally a glider, uh, right. a human glider. So, I mean, would you do that? No, because oh, I have okay. to jump out of a perfectly good airplane. No, you just jump off a cliff or a bridge yeah. or something and Again, just go flying. And, and then you still have to land with a parachute because they don't have wheels on it. You're not going to come into a landing on a runway with well, one of those wingsuits. Yeah, there's that, I so, guess. Yeah, or I, I, I like uh, some of these other things that I saw here, like the, that little Merlin light. He's He's got a new add-on now for it. He's got two electric motors mounted on the backside of the wings, and they can either move the propeller forward for added takeoff thrust for shorter takeoffs mm-hmm. or when you land you can t- run those engines and act like a speed brake or a thrust reverser so you can get into even shorter fields and shorter landing distances oh, okay all right i mean the innovations are are really unique and clever things that we haven't seen before so right. i'm i'm interested in that you know that'd be kind of fun yeah why well, and that and that is that the one that goes very fast as well or no no that's uh, not the jet thing what what is that little mini jet or microjet oh, or something. The, the little microjets, the Sonics, the yes. Subsonics, they yeah, call yeah. it. Yeah, that's a little home-built, uh, traditional uh, airplane. But this is uh, actually considered an ultralight. No medical, you know, just need a driver's license, and yeah. you can fly that thing. And, and it's called the Merlin. Yes, it's called the Merlin. Okay. And, and uh, so it has a shell, though. It looks like a little tube kind of thing you get into. 
Yeah, it's it looks like a small Cessna, just a single seater. Okay, all right. Neat little airplane. Pipistrel was on on display as well. They brought out their Velus Electro, which uh, is uh, get has been certified in Europe, and they're looking at bringing it over here to the U.S. and pitching it to the flight schools. Um, you know, about an hour flight time on battery uh, with a thirty minute reserve, and that's uh, you know getting a lot of attention. So they had stuff like you know some of that new stuff on display. I saw the Pipistrel Panthera was also brought out. The folks. Uh, uh, with the out of you know uh ground right rudder aviation mm-hmm. uh out of inverness uh they like they it. were the ones on display they're the dealers for pipistrel here in the u.s so Pantera. we definitely have to we yeah. definitely have to go pay them a visit here yes in the very yeah, they got the coolest name for their aircraft for sure the panthera i love it so well, uh, and i don't know if you saw the panthera uh that, that is out there but they're running one with a experimental hybrid uh diesel electric setup so you know that that airframe is being used also to test out some new interim technologies as we move towards electric as well. Okay, all right. Well, once again, you know, if you go to one of these light sport aircraft shows, it, it, they really tend to feature kind of cutting edge, you know, newer technology that uh, you know that people are experimenting with. You know, whether you want to do that yourself or not, I, I, I definitely find those little shows like that very intriguing and uh, surprising wouldn't you agree i i would definitely agree like i said i went there you know the last one that they put on was 2019 and I, that was my first show and i was impressed with the number of vendors that were available and the as from this year from what they said uh the attendance was even better and they're working to make this a much higher class show. They had much more indoor exhibit space available for vendors that are, you know, displaying non airplane type products. And, and uh, so I hope to wish them great success and I want to see it expand. Hey, the more the merrier when it comes to uh, aviation events. And it's a carryover event for it's in November. So it's, we got November with the light sport expo. We'll go into sun and fun in April. We got air venture in August, you know, end of July. So we get, you know, one every three months, we've got an air show to go to. Right. And uh, once again, you know, like I said, they're, they're very creative at those uh, type of events. The other thing, when we went to the one last year or before COVID, they had the, uh, you know, the the quadcopter racers. They had a whole course set up. They had, you know, uh, drone racing. And that was just fun to watch. You know, whether you're into it or not, it's a pretty unique kind of element that they throw into some of these events. All right. Well, there you go. That'll do for uh, this week. Uh, Till next time. Remember, as always, there's no better high than learning to fly. Just Plane Radio is brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plane Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. They're just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlaneRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plane Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle.
Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plain Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far across the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlainRadio.com. 